How's it going, Sha? Um, okay. All right. We got a lot to cover. I have two main <laughs> things that we need to talk about before we even get to the news stuff. Okay. What's going um, on? First of all, uh, I saw the band Rage Against the Machine this week. Okay. Okay, your face was hilarious right then. <laughs> that is not what you were expecting to hear, was it? Ever, no. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you got to understand how you set this up for me, Sean. Like, I'll listen uh-huh. before we get started. Right. Rage Against the Machine. That, that, was, a, that was a lot right there. <laughs> no, Sean, that is not what I expected at all. Okay, all right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, honestly, a little surprised to be saying it. Um, so, you know, um, they, uh, they're in New York city right now. They're playing like five nights in, uh, in New York at Madison square garden. Um, this is, uh, I guess a reunion show of sorts. Maybe, maybe they put out something a few years ago. Maybe something new, but it's like the first time that they've really, uh, and they were planning on touring in 2020. Um, and it's the first time they've been on stage in a very long time, but you know, COVID and shit. So they are, uh, now on tour and have been on tour for a while. And, um, when they were first, for those who don't know, Rage Against Machine was a, a, a band from the alternative nineties where, uh, you know, they really, they, uh, seem to capture a lot of anger, uh, that a lot of people felt, um, the lead, um, vocalist is a a young man named Zach, uh, De La Roca. Okay. Um, and I say vocalist cause he he doesn't sing. He just kind of raps not kind of raps he raps he's yeah. a, he raps and chants and all this other stuff and then they have a uh, their the other well-known member of their group uh is the guitarist named tom morello right and at some point like they're you know they're in 90 so like 93 94 95 96 it was just just that that anger that angry music that seemed to be popping off um around then uh but with a you know a very socially conscious bend like you know it's super angry and people are thrashing about to it but you know they're the dudes rapping about uh being being a brown man in america you know at a time when no one's really trying to hear that um (laughs) which is to say almost all the time so uh and i believe tom morello is uh is biracial as well uh, uh i think he's i feel like he's uh black half black half white maybe i'm not sure but i think he's biracial i'm pretty sure of it um <laughs> uh anywho big with the white dudes <laughs> i say <laughs> so you know in my early 20s uh it just seemed to be a, that that band just seemed to be attached to a lot of just angry white guys and in the nineties, I knew what he was rapping about. Like I, I read the lyrics. I knew, you know, where, where his brain was with it. And, uh, I didn't 
disagree with him, but a fun thing I love to say in the nineties was that Zach fellow, why is he so angry? Cause no, <laughs> I felt like no one paid attention. Anywho, this is all set up to say they got, they've, they're back together. They started touring. I started seeing little clips on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, just YouTube of like them rallying up, like performing and audiences being hype as, as fuck. And I'm like, yeah, Rage Against the Machine. Never really my thing. <laughs> not, not necessarily my thing. Like, I had no problem with them. Had a couple of bangers for sure. Um, but an energy where I was like, this is fine for like a song or two. But uh, got hyped watching it because now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a 50-year-old woman. And I'm like, yeah, remember when people used to mosh to music that made sense um, to mosh to? <laughs> also... Um, people lately have been realizing what they've been rapping about and what their whole thing has been about. Okay. And so there are a lot of like cops who are like, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 this is anti-cop. And it's like, duh, where yeah, have it? you been? But they've been using it in gyms to like fucking work out. You know what I mean? They've been lifting <laughs> weights. So Some anyway, angry CrossFit just discovered. Yeah, you're saying just discovered. <laughs> so it's been kind of funny on that end. So I um, and then their opening act this time is Run the Jewels. Love Run the Jewels. Love, 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 love Run the Jewels. Uh, I, I in fact their most recent album that they put out, I think, in 2020, I had to put down for a while because it was so ahead of its time, like lyrically, uh. And just at the moment that it hit and everything, I was like, this makes me want to go out and burn shit. So I need to put this away right now because <laughs> there's a virus in the air and I want to go out with a torch. So this isn't <laughs> this isn't what I need right now. I need to figure out how to stay inside and this ain't helping. So, um, yeah, their their video with uh with uh what's his name? They put out uh, a video recently with DJ Premier and uh, oh, with Greg Nice. Yes. Yes. When that video came out, I instantly thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, they agree. Money means nothing. <laughs> so um, so they opened. So I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a couple of tickets. I'm gonna sell off a kidney and I'm gonna get a couple of tickets. <laughs> and I'm gonna go see Rage Against Machine. So I That's told beautiful. my roommate. I said, we're going to see Rage Against Machine. And we, he said, great. Because, uh, you know, he's a white dude who's occasionally angry. <laughs> they never turn that down. I went out there and, yo, it's been a minute since I've been in a room full of riled up white guys. And I say that not like in a, I did not feel scared. Right. I didn't feel scared. It's just a switch in energy. Yeah. You know, and and not even like, um, like there are all kinds of people there, but it was mostly white guys, but just that kind that, that testosterone feeling of mm -hmm. everyone getting worked up and the slowest mosh pit, we were pretty high up on the side. So I could, I got a good view of the mosh pit that was kind of in the middle It situated, broke out in the middle of the general admission section, not up yeah. at the front, but in the middle. And it was the the slowest, calmest, because I mean, these ain't doing what they used to do, right? You know, we can't, we aren't out here doing that. And then, you know, not to be like a, in my day kind of person, but 
today's kids aren't necessarily moshing like that. I, you can't do a TikTok dance in the middle of the mosh pit. So no one's <laughs> like people are still kind of bumping into each other and dancing around in a circle and kind of high stepping and stuff. But there's no like it's it was a big there was a lot of space. <laughs> it was a big circle. <laughs> it damn near was on a mat. <laughs> like it was very protective. Um, but Zach De La Roca, who's a very um uh, uh he's a uh, a very electrifying presence on stage, you know, like he prowls the stage and and really gets everyone up. Well, at some point, I think at a show they did in Cleveland, he hurt his leg like a month ago. So he's doing these shows seated. So now if you think about the kind of like <laughs> testosterone feeling that this it, that this has just the loud just guitar and rock 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 and then my man is yelling about uh injustice of the world and he is sitting on like a trunk on like a travel trunk this is beautiful with a hoodie over his head and it was just I was like, yeah, well, that's what it looks like when you're 52 and out here trying to. <laughs> I was like, yeah, baby, I'm sitting through half the show, too. I feel you. I feel you. Sometimes you got to rage from behind a desk. OK, yeah, sometimes I was that's like, it. this is what it looks like now. You that's know, it. it's not that the, your rage. The, 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 the feeling's still there. Mm -hmm. It's just. Uh, a well-worded email. That's it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what, <laughs> it's a tool. Um, it may concern, okay? Right. It's that's still, how my rage comes out now. It's still, um, it was still good. I mean, every, it was a great show, but it was just like, what's the most testosterone-y, like, first off, in your youth, did you go to a lot of concerts? Uh, After, I started going to shows out in college. Okay. I didn't go in high school. What's like the most, uh, cause I mean, I imagine it was, uh, you saw a lot of rap shows maybe, or yeah, did you see all kinds of, yeah. oh, exclusively. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did not so, see Rage Against the Machine ever. I mean, that could, you could squeeze that in. It, it could have nah. fit maybe. Nah, I, nah. Uh, I, I, I brought way too many women to like backpack hip hop shows. Look, that's a whole other, we could do a whole episode. Yeah. Shout out to my women who are standing in the back of the room watching their dude geek out over anti-pop consortium or some shit like that. <laughs> not, not being able to find the one and just like, what is happening here? I'm just going to be back here and I'll drink a Sprite while y'all, while they're tr watching the DJ, like watching the executioners just all up on them. Come on, man. I, I, I know you. I know you. Yeah. I Yo, see you and I feel you, ma'am. Explaining that to Gabby was wild. She's like, so he just scratches for like an hour? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's the four story? of them. Yeah. They're doing it in sync. You'll see what he did. He, he had his back turned. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't even. I can't even log how many hours I've spent. Actually, I mean, like watching, you know, like up there. Because I went by myself like a dummy. And, um. You know, I just uh, like being excited to see DJ Shadow. And then I was yeah. like, I mean, this is a really great show. It's not like he's got dancers or anything. I mean, what's <laughs> what's the entertaining part? I'm not sure. But I, uh, you know, it 
still changed my life. The show still changed my life. Amen. But yeah, now nah, I went to a lot of uh, hip hop shows uh, from like, and, and mind you, I worked with a record label too. So like from 18 to like 25, I probably went to like 50, 60 shows a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But so it was what? All hip hop. What? What were notable ones for you? Um, the best performance I ever saw was Keith Murray. Um, he was phenomenal on stage. Okay, um, why? Yeah. How? What? Um, uh, it, it's 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 the like most backpack version of Meth and Red. Like he is incredible energy, and he fits right in with that whole squad. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I thought he was incredible. Uh, I got to see uh, Razel. Um, at Scribble Jam, I thought he was another one. Um, okay, like seeing the whole like Aaliyah thing that he does, uh, where it, it, it's just bonkers. You, have you seen the Aaliyah thing that the Razel does? Where like, I don't uh, know if I've seen that. It is it is nuts. Like he beatboxes. Uh, if your girl only knew while singing the words. Okay, um, all right. Yeah. So like it's a it's a famous piece he does now in most shows, but like right. I saw it like the third time he did it. You know, so it's pretty oh, like so nuts. it was new and like yeah. everyone's minds were still being blown. Yeah, like it's revolution yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's like talking while doing drums. Yeah, um, yeah. so it's pretty like cool. And then you know, um, there's uh some of them is like I was on stage with like some of these rappers because there are people that I I came up with that mm-hmm. uh no one on the show will know, admittedly. So uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they no, there there's stuff like that that like I I was uh there for some people's like uh monumental moments of their career um mm-hmm. but yeah no i i would say keith murray rozell were two of my favorites uh oh um uh uh brand nubian was phenomenal wow yeah and i saw them like after their peak yeah so like i i, I didn't i wasn't like i didn't grow up brand nubian i grew right. up like my cousin did mm-hmm. um but they were incredible um I like like it was like a, I fell in love with hip hop type moment because I was there uh, as like an 18 year old watching 30 year olds connect to their youth while, right. he, while they like performed. And mm-hmm. uh, it was just a beautiful moment of seeing all these people like become 18 again in front of me. Eh? Mm-hmm. And then like also like the uh, the foreshadowing of my comedy career. Because, uh, <laughs> like, I saw these people that, like, I it, 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 I didn't fully connect. It, like, it was disorienting, the image, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, I saw these people go on stage. They headlined the show. They demolish. Mm-hmm. They have uh, 500 people loving these dudes. And Poobah then they, was with them, too? What was that? Was Grand Poobah with them as well? Yeah. Grand Poobah was there. Okay. Um, random completely unrelated drop-in set from Black Rob. Sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so, like, they, like, crush, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. we had, you know, our, our, uh, the, the people I was there, we had a great set, too. But, like, watching them, like, dominate the show was beautiful. And I was like, man, this is what hip-hop's about, you know? And then they came out. We I was set up out front, like, 10 minutes before the show ended because I was going to sell shirts. Right. You know, so they come out, they dap me up and they left. And mm-hmm. Black Rob had just come out to try to buy shirts off of me. Right. And then he left in two Cadillacs because he was bad boy peak right. at this point. Okay. Right. Like, whoa, had whoa. like dropped all of this. Right. Yes. I watched Grand Poo, but crush 
dat me up five minutes later and then ask me where the train station was. <laughs> and go take the train. Like, this, the whole, all the Grand Poop, all right. the Brand Nubian, all of them yeah. is, in, is in the whole thing. And I, and like, it like, it was just like, weirdly like, impressive and disheartening at once. Like, right. I was like, yo, that's dope that they like, yeah, we just going home regular. Right. That don't mess with our ego. But also, like, you shouldn't have to. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this gold money got Cadillacs over here. Like, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So it was really, like, throwing me off. And now I realize that's just how arts uh, work. Yeah. That's wild. Brand Nubian. I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've gotten to see them. Yeah. I'm thinking of the, the rap shows that I have seen. My sister... Early this year, saw The Far Side. Mm. And we saw The Far Side at, like, at their peak. Okay. You know, back in the day. And it was one of the, it was the show that taught me how rap shows are going to go. Okay. Which is to say, they're going to run late. They're going (laughs) to run late. The opening acts are going to be... um, regional and not just regional like known throughout the south but like the promoter's cousin in them yeah regional like who lives a few blocks away regional (laughs) 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 i mean and it just was like and i you know i was still like i had gone to a few shows so i had an idea but i was just like oh this is a different this is a whole different mindset like we were just there felt like for so long waiting between like the second opening act and third opening act, you know? And I'm just like, yo, all you got to do is switch out DJ gear or something. Like, what do we, it's still the same turntables, minor adjustments, <laughs> put your mic, like what's happening. Why is this taking, but you know, a, a DJ has to be in between. And at some point I'm just like, whoo, this is taking a minute. I wonder when they're, you know, going to go on. And I look and they're like a dance, circle has kind of broken out to my right and I look to my right at a dude that's on my right and he looks at me I'm looking face I'm face to face with fat lip from the far these motherfuckers in the dance circle (laughs) they in the dance circle I'm like I am pretty sure sir that I just paid like $12 or whatever to see y'all perform and it's late, and y'all out here dancing? <laughs> Having a time of his life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I don't even know. This is, this I, is uh, wild. Yeah, I, I I, I, am never never surprised at this point by uh, all the extracurriculars at hip-hop shows, mm-hmm. how late they run, what people are doing right before they go on stage. Right. It is. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, uh, okay. I mean, it helped me it, that show. It's always pivotal because it helped me figure out like, all right, I got to find out how all of these different venues work and when I need to get yeah to where, when I need to get to different places at what time, blah, blah, blah. And that is, I nailed that in Atlanta. I had that shit down to a science. My sister would call me and go, we're going to go see so-and-so at this place. And I'm like, first act's going to start at this time. It'll probably be blah, 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 yada, yada, da, da, da. And she was like, how do you know this? I'm like, because I'm in the streets entirely too much seeing these <laughs> stupid shows. 
and I've wasted enough time on my feet so you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be the weirdest chapter in the green book. (laughs) (laughs) But necessary, depending on the kind of show you're going to. Absolutely necessary. I love that. How to minimize standing time at hip hop show. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, absolutely. They don't have no seats. They don't have any seats. (laughs) Let's get into the news. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Uh, Kicking it off here. Uh, Georgia residents can now claim a fetus as a dependent on their tax Mm -hmm. returns for a $3,000 exemption. Ha ha, let's do it. (laughs) What? Uh, uh, let's see here. The state's uh, revenue department issued a new uh, guidance earlier this week that says fetuses count as dependents after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade in June and a federal appeals court uh, led a Georgia ban on abortions after six weeks taking effect on July 20th. Uh, department, uh, the department will recognize any unborn child with a detectable human heartbeat as defined in OCGA. Um, as an eligible, uh, as eligible for a Georgia individual income tax, uh, dependent exemption said Georgia's department of revenue on Monday. Uh, the tax exemption comes from a Georgia law that passed in 2019 intended to restrict abortions in the state beyond six weeks. Although many do not know they are pregnant by that time in uh, July 20th, a federal judge struck the law down, calling it unconstitutional and in violation of the 73 road decision. Uh, once the Supreme Court reversed Roe in June, many expected the courts to revisit Georgia's law. That happened in July when the federal appeals court in Atlanta reversed the previous lower court ruling, uh, enacting the so-called heartbeat abortion ban in the state. Court ruled okay. in favor of changing the definition of a natural person in Georgia to any human being, including uh, an unborn child. It further clarifies that unborn child means a member of the species of Homo sapien at any stage of development who is carried in the womb. <laughs> oh Yo. Yo, is your people shot? No, man. <laughs> Dual citizenship. If you look on my birth certificate, it says Brookdale Hospital. <laughs> that shit's in Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm, oh, not, I'm not claiming the middle Georgia part of me right now. I do not blame you. This, this, this is wild. This is so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it is, right? This is stupid. Like, y'all gonna... <laughs> <laughs> that's two y'all two for two right now georgia and <laughs> like taking things to the the fullest degree of just like uh letting guns go so many places that now private things can't even fight it so a whole y'all a whole concert now a whole festival has been canceled right that was yeah, one that was one over over Last some week. bullshit mm-hmm. now Y'all willing to do these deductions? Is that what's happening? Yep. You can claim. So you can get an, you can get an exemption. Yeah, you get three rags back. It's the same as I do with, with my with my kids. With an act, yes, here. with your actual children, which means you can. <laughs> you, all right. Like every you could get pregnant every year. Every year. 
and they and like not me and racking the three. You get pregnant with twins, get six. <laughs> I don't like how you're doing this math. Um, <laughs> Yo. Um, so, um, so a state that needs their tax money to fix a lot of shit is instead. So now you don't collect these taxes and look i'm <laughs> you know i i don't like paying just like everybody else but it's necessary in order to keep things running smoothly <laughs> so y'all would rather sacrifice that over a stance on what when uh when a fetus is a person when a mm-hmm. person shows up yep man georgia what's the what's y'all why y'all trying to make the stance what is this about yo this what is, is this extra. about there's Y'all a... not want Marvel movies anymore? Is that what this is? Because <laughs> they not, I mean, they're there for tax breaks, but they're also there. I mean, they could move that shit to Birmingham quick, fast, in a hurry. Roy Wood Jr. would make three phone calls. We lose all of Marvel. <laughs> Y'all fucking around like this. <laughs> Keep testing them, okay? Keep testing them. Okay. <laughs> this is. You know, I don't even. This is insane. It's it, and like, I like not to like get weird, but like, it's already there, I guess, right? But like, you lose babies that early. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. You absolutely do. Not even in like a. Like whatever way that these people seem to think that someone is going to try and cash in. But right. I mean, you can naturally, naturally just have lose a babies. Mis- yeah. yeah. Like it, there's so many like things that like that brings up now. So like. Uh, right. Like, do you claim the baby? Like if if you then lose it. Right. Like, what do you do? You have to attach a. a do I get a sonogram, sonogram to my to my tax return? <laughs> just clip it on with the W2s. <laughs> Is that receipt? Staple it to the side like you're supposed to with the W-2s. I don't even know if people remember that there was a very specific way you had to staple the W-2s when you were filing with paper. You had to staple them bitches to the side. <laughs> and if you didn't staple in the right spot, the whole thing was null and void. Yo, this, all, this whole thing is ridiculous. What are we doing? <laughs> You stay with this on the right, forget uh, this whole shit, you know, B. Yeah, you gotta do it over. <laughs> Yo, man, taxes is wild, too. Uh. The whole thing. There are a few, there are a few comedians that have jokes about how it's wild that we have to figure out what we have to pay to the government. And if we get it wrong, they get to punish us. <laughs> Joe Zimmerman of, of note that uh, a dude that I know has yeah, a, a great yeah. a great chunk about how they're just like no you tell us <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I don't well you'll go to jail jail <laughs> <laughs> yo real talk this year uh I filed my taxes mm-hmm. good I for re- you you better yep. than me you already got me beat <laughs> <laughs> but yo yo I filed my taxes and. Um, I had a business open that uh, we made. I, I admit I, my ignorance. I didn't know this. Uh, this was the first time I had a business open that made a profit, but that I didn't take money from. Okay. 
So I didn't know I had to file uh, my own taxes. I know that I, we did the business taxes, but right. I didn't know that I had to file like that. I made money and I'm like, I never took anything out. It's still in there. Right. But yes. I had to still claim that as my shit. Uh huh. So I filed everything day of. So I couldn't make that change. <laughs> right. So I had to file a uh, revision. Right. So I did that. I sent it to the to the state and to the to the federal. Federal res- uh, took the money right away. They good. The mm-hmm. state took like eight weeks. And I just mm. got this shit yesterday. <laughs> right. So yesterday I get a letter from the state saying, hey, this is what you said first this is what you said. Second, we agree. You don't owe us no more money. And I'm like, yo, like we just like. I could have just told you, nah, like, no, I don't know. Like, wh- wh- like, <laughs> what if I don't bring it up? <laughs> like, yeah. If, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, yeah, I said, like, did I snitch on me? Like, what just happened right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's so taxes are already confusing. Also, look, they do say as the, as the proverb goes, Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play. So, somebody gonna, somebody's going to try and take advantage of this. Many yeah. people are going to try and take advantage of this. Oh! I just, so, look. You know how, like, uh, when parents aren't together, they take turns claiming a kid? Or they can? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like, you'll have, <laughs> you'll have like, like, the dude be like, yo, can I claim him this year? Like, or, or vice versa. Okay. Um, can... The dad, if he's not with the with the young lady, claim mm-hmm. the unborn kid. Cause then you could like rack up. Like, yo, I had a real tough tax year. I'ma get like eight women pregnant. I mean get all of these tax deductions. But then if they claim, does is the woman able to claim if they're no, not? No, it's all yeah, it's either it's all- joint once or one of the two of you claim. Okay, so now you got to have a continuing conversation. Only for not only for one year, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, can you do oh, me a favor and say that? I, like, let me knock you up. We we you know, like, I only need nine weeks of this. <laughs> okay, see now this is starting to sound like you are coming up with a scheme or caper. hundred percent. I'm just saying, you know, like, no, that's what stop. they did though. They opened up this Pandora's box. They did because in this article they do say that they you know, they're going to have to go back and look at like issues of paternity um, yeah. and things like that. Like how that, how that can be handled. But like, cause if you pregnant with our kid and we're together, I get half of that benefit. So if we're not together, <laughs> like, can I claim the kid this year? You claim him next year when he's, when he's here. And I, you know, like we'll, when he's here, we'll go I back can't. and forth. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll, we'll rotate. You know, like responsible shared parents. Okay, I, I hear you. I hear you. But I will say this: if they are not together, right? I just feel like, from a Miss Manners point of view, that whoever is with the kid the most should claim. Oh, the fair. Kid. So the first year, right? I feel like if. It's still a fetus in me. I'm claiming it. Do you no, know what I mean? <laughs> like, 100% I got on board. dibs. I got dibs on the on the on the cooking part. You right. You right. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said it was a request. So you got to ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 
but I, I'm think- just saying it opens up the, the 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 box for that. Like, yo, listen, uh, I made 90 G's off the books. Uh, I get three G's back per kid, so I'm gonna knock up like 30 women real quick. But we none of them are gonna make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird mindset to have. I'm just saying, um, like, the I think those are like real hustles that people could come up with now. Well, because the baby know, don't got to be there at, after work. Well, all I know is Nick Cannon may want to speak to a oh. to a new tax lawyer. <laughs> Just came <laughs> and, up right there and see what happens. All that wilding out money, tax free. No, I don't think so. I think all of those women should file. I don't. I I think. I don't know. I mean, I think the women should, without question, file it, get the extra bread. You've been mm-hmm. jerks for years. Three, every woman should claim they they pregnant. As far as I'm concerned, in Atlanta, <laughs> all of y'all, oh, everybody in Georgia, extra, you've been every long woman. overdue those three thousand dollars for various <laughs> other reasons. Like by all means, I'm just saying if you like, if you got a friend that's down and out and he's your homie, you know, you throw him the three every now and then. Okay, like, yo, you listen, know, I, this is. See, this is what this is what this law has done, Georgia. Yo. Do you hear how he? Do you hear how Gastor's talking? I'm over here planning on moving to Georgia now. Like, this see, changes now everything. this is what happens. This is what this is what you have done. Mm-hmm. Now, every two bit hustler from around the country is going to end up. up in Georgia. Georgia don't know what to do with Dominicans at all. Let me tell you something. <laughs> all I'm thinking like, about. We got like seven Puerto Ricans in the whole state. We do not know what to do with Dominicans. We ain't ready. I'm thinking about since reading this article is like, how many single women in Georgia I know that trust me? You know, just to like. Oh, if this. you're a single woman in Georgia, you don't trust anyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Yeah. That. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, if if everyone's gonna thinking the way that you're thinking. Georgia women, this will bring in an influx of men, which may seem like finally, but also consider the man. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. he'll be like, ah. It's a problem. Y- yeah. Because I'm one of the good ones, and I'm, and I'm yeah, already and in. and he's thinking this way. <laughs> he's one of the good ones, and he's thinking this way. Good luck, y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in other news, the California OBGYN is planning uh, to build a floating abortion clinic on federal waters, free from state restrictions. Gangster, respect it. Uh, Dr. Uh, Meg Audrey knows more about boats and marine time law than your average gynecologist. Audrey, a California-based OBGYN and abortion provider for 30 years, never expected her career to involve researching ocean vessels. But when the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade in June, Audrey decided to pursue a plan she'd been thinking about for years, a floating abortion clinic on federal waters free from state restrictions. Uh, Mississippi native uh, Audrey uh, was uh, intrigued by the riverboat casino she saw during childhood. She wondered what made gambling on the water legal when it wasn't allowed on land um, and if the concept could be applied to other actions individual states prohibit. Uh, About five years ago, the idea for a floating abortion clinic popped into her head as she noticed more threats to abortion rights and experienced hostile situations while she provided abortions. When the former SCOTUS uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and the Supreme Court became a conservative majority soon after, Audrey said it felt more urgent than ever. Uh, Okay, hold on. But if you go into, if you go into federal waters, 
won't you still be in trouble because this is, is it not federal law or is it they kicked it down to the states to decide? Let's see here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you're going into trouble. Yeah, I feel like I don't want (laughs) to. Federally, they're like, nah, but we'll let the states decide. And then every other state is doing whatever they're doing. Maybe it's a way to like uh, float into like Cali or something or like to New York without going all the way to New York. uh, Perhaps, perhaps. Or is it like, because I thought the safe spot was international waters, not just federal waters. There you go. Like you want to get get that done, like kind of out there. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that's the idea. She's yeah. Head out to like the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, I'm seeing or, like the arrow plan. Like I think like Yeah, the, like she, that. I feel like that's So her plan is to like she's currently in Texas. Right? Like they're like uh mm-hmm. Waco, Austin, Houston. You also got some Louisiana and right. she and you go far go enough out, out into the... the Gulf of Mexico. That right. she's no longer in in our waters and then she'd be able to like, you know, do what she got to do. Huh? Well, I mean, I don't know if she has cruise ship money, but if she was able to buy a small cruise ship <laughs> and retrofit it, I know this sounds crazy, but I mean, if we run it with it, if this is what we're doing, if we're doing $3,000 deduct, uh, you know, fucking exemptions. See, boom, this is where you send your three G's to right here. Okay. And then, then let's, let's, let's entertain all the thoughts then. So I, I, you know, if she's able to get a, a smaller cruise ship, but cruise ships are huge, right? Yeah, she um, said that ideally it's at least uh, forty-five meters long. That's what they need for the clinic. Okay. Um, but yeah, they don't. While they don't need it, obviously they don't need a cruise ship or a military vessel. That'd be dope, but they don't need that. Mm-hmm. They need at least right. forty-five meters. So like one hundred fifty feet, give or take. Yeah, but I mean, do you want to give? Um, folks a chance to do a little bit of convalescing on the boat or do you want to just float out there do the business and then float back and then just let them on yeah you know what i mean you gotta have like a waiting room on the boat yeah you you have to have a waiting room you need to have a a a space for like afterwards for any complications you know what i mean so i guess you would need a place uh, a boat big enough for like a few a clinic-y but private kind of rooms, which is why I was thinking a cruise ship because you can retrofit those rooms to do that. Nah, that's fair. I, I love how you're thinking this like Costco's. Like, yo, we're going to do this. Let's do this in bulk. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> like, because that's what the numbers are going to look like. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I feel, but uh, I mean, having one big cruise ship Putting all your money in one ship is not smart. I feel like you'll want a, a few ships so that you can leave from different ports and that people won't be there with the signs knowing because this is the abortion boat or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? No, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like hey man, the idea in me. theory. We'll try to, well, yeah. And, I mean, what are we doing? Let's try and figure this out. <laughs> I'm pro the idea. I'm on board. I they already so. Oh, I worry about, but in the Gulf, I worry about hurricanes. Oh, and being on a boat for that for all that choppy water. 
So admitted, I don't, I don't, I've never, uh, I've never like witnessed an abortion. How long is that process? Um, I guess it can depend on uh, what is everything that you're doing, but uh, I can only speak to mine and it was not long. Um, it, yeah, it wasn't, it was quick enough that they gave me kind of a local shot okay. um, to numb things up. And then they uh, did the procedure kind of before the shot all the way <laughs> like kicked in. So you'd be numb after this. Yeah. Yeah. So when I got to where they sat me in like a big recliner to just kind of, you know, get my bearings and feel better and, and stop feeling dizzy or sick from the medicine. Cause the, uh, cause the, uh, anesthetic can make you a little nauseous. Right. So the wait for that nausea to pass and everything. I mean, I basically had to wait for it to kick in and then go like phase out. Um, but it really wasn't, it, it was a relatively short procedure. Okay. Um, all the stuff, you know, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe like 20 minutes for the procedure itself. Oh, that's not too I'd bad. probably say 20 minutes. Yeah. That's not bad. So you could like yeah, go out no. there, like listen to one album and you back. Yeah, no, they have like, uh, and I, I'm only speaking to how Planned Parenthood did it. They right. had like options. I got uh, the um, most basic kind, but they have one where they numb you more. Uh, from the waist down so that you're awake so that you can listen to music if you want to listen to music while you Bless are or having it done but i was just like nah just whatever you're playing should be fine <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to taint one of my favorite songs with this memory um so whatever you got going on in there it should be all right <laughs> <laughs> It depends on, you know, uh, the various situations and, and, um, you know, just, yeah, the various situations. Mine was a, a very basic, uh, uh, kind of situation, but there are some where you have, you know, you really will have to kind of like go in there and depending on how far along the people are and, and that kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, you know, it was. Yeah, it was probably about 20 minutes. You know, my colonoscopy was like 15. So okay. <laughs> that's dope. You know, yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. That, that feels efficient okay. enough. Yeah. So you probably can, you know, just kind of get it done. I hate to talk about it like it's a, um, you know, just like you're just coming down a conveyor belt, but it is a medical procedure and that is how they're treated. <laughs> that's how they treat a lot of yeah. medical procedures. They just come in like, all right, I've I've been in fifteen butts today. What's what's going on in yours? You know what I mean? And then they come out. <laughs> yeah, because like, was, yeah, I have to check myself because I'm always thinking like as a manager, like efficiency, you know. And mm -hmm. but you can't do like certain procedures like that. Like I got hyped as hell when like uh we found my my kid's latest doctor uh, dentist. Uh huh. Because like uh his his dental. I'm sure this is very common now, but like. When I used to go to the dentist, it was like a different room for every client. And then this oh, okay. dentist is like one big room and he has eight clients 
in the room and they each got their own dental assistant. Right. And he's just in the middle. So he'll be like, yeah, that looks good. Do this. Yeah, that looks good. Do this. <laughs> okay. You well, know what I mean? Uh, and that's, is that like um for young? I don't want to say for young teeth, but like yeah, yeah, basically like, like a kids. pediatrician. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's. And then he has I like was... a, a private room when like, it's like, oh, this is a more serious thing or a more delicate matter. Right. But like, he's just there like, yeah, do this, make sure you do this. And then like, he'll jump in if it's something like, wow. Uh-huh. But for the most part, he's like getting it done like boom, boom. So like I was thinking it'd be like that. Like if you if you get in the, the boat OB treatment because it's like a situation and your state don't got it. Maybe it's like you and a squad of like eight women like, yo, get to know each other. because We're going to be. Yeah, no, it is not like that, because the reason that that Dennis is like that for your son, I think that's what dentists who work with children do. Yeah. It, because that's how it was. I remember being a teenager and going uh, to a dentist that was for kids. So it's like a brightly lit room. It's, I think, to minimize anxiety. Oh, I didn't even think of them. I was thinking about yeah. business. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not the same as like going to a community uh, acupuncture clinic, which I've been to where everyone's in a room, you know, and then, but you've got your own table and the person does your needling and then you lay there for a while and then they needle someone else like a few tables yeah. down. Yeah. It's not like that. You're talking about people in stirrups with their genitals out. I mean, <laughs> you can put up a yeah, divider. No, that's not the same, bro. <laughs> I mean, they move it like quickly, <laughs> but it's not, it's, it's a little different than there's already going to be anxiety. You can't put any like, tropical wallpaper on the wall like they do at a dentist place <laughs> with a big smiling lion That's and just fair. be like yeah you know don't worry i'm here for you if you need a thing or something um okay and you know they yeah it's a more conveyor belt so they just kind of wheel you in on the gurney do the thing wheel you out they walk you to a chair or you stay on the gurney and they put you in the spot for that yeah. but yeah like it's it's as efficient as it can be considering what is happening and the various cases and, you know. Yeah, no, we, it's wild. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm legitimately just trying to figure out, like, I know it sounds crude, but I'm trying to think, like, how can we get as many of these done safely? Yeah. But, yeah, I, mean, I, I admittedly, I suck at the, <laughs> at the And experience. also, trust me, you, you will not get to know, but you will become somewhat familiar with the other people who were there for the same procedure because you have already gone through uh, waiting to have a sonogram. Right. And now you're waiting and now you're waiting for the, to see the sonogram if you want and have a counseling session. Right. And then you're waiting and then it's your turn to have the procedure. So you already been there like an hour and a half with them in the waiting room watching yeah. Ferris Bueller together. I, I mean, <laughs> if you were me. <laughs> so, and then afterwards you go into the place, the, you know, the room where you are supposed to just chill for a second. And there are all the other waiting room ladies in the other chairs, all y'all just chilling together. And then when you feel good enough, you get up, get a graham cracker, you get some ginger ale, they say, okay, use these kind of pads. This is what's going to happen. Sign here, sign here, deuces. And then you ride the train home. <laughs> it's yeah. not, it's, you know, that's, that's how you do it if you're a lone wolf. But yeah. if, you, 
if you have someone who loves you, hopefully they are waiting outside for you or something like that. But if you don't, you just get on the six and ride home. Yeah. I don't know. I swear to God, Soleil, you made that shit sound like Wolverine got an abortion. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> and he roams on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just into the sunset. Just across. <laughs> oh man. But good luck to Dr. Audrey in uh in all seriousness. I think this is uh like I love that people are thinking outside the box and genuinely trying to yeah. figure out ways to help. Um it sucks that we yeah. have to do this. But I know. I hate that we have to do this but who knows who knows what we'll come up with real talk good luck sincerely this is dope you got my three thousand uh, <laughs> dollars oh wow another <laughs> <laughs> news uh ohio man ditches teaching in favor of higher paying job at walmart that's right uh 28 year old ohio man is leaving his teaching job in favor of the higher paying gig as a walmart manager uh he announced on his now viral uh video uh seth uh goshorn uh has worked as a uh, reading tutor and second grade teacher for six years, according to this video. Um, Goshman says the chief reason for his move is the pay, which is far higher than his teaching gig, despite not needing a degree. Think about how good our teachers can be if they could focus on just teaching and not have to work a second job on the weekends. They didn't choose to have to work a second job. That comes along with it. And that's the thing that I would love have loved to see uh, go away. Uh, I absolutely uh, don't want this to be... Uh, uh, that I'm just trying to discourage anybody from becoming a teacher. Uh, that's not the case. I just want my teacher friends to be paid as they should. Um, gosh, gosh, one's original uh, video post, which was on TikTok, was just six seconds long, showing him holding up his new Walmart manager vest. Uh, he added the caption, leaving teaching after six years to be a manager at Walmart, making more than uh, uh, not using my degree. Um, he says that he'll make about $55,000 a year before bonuses at his new job compared to just 43000 a year from his teaching job. Hmm. I mean, huh. Yeah. Pay the teachers. Word up. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Pay the fucking teachers. Pay them. That's so, I got to say, that is wildly low. Like, I understand teachers are underpaid. I didn't think 43 Gs for you to get to deal with the uh, kids in general. I, I can't think of a single job where you have to deal with kids. That you should be getting paid forty three if you're doing it full time. Let alone uh, only you're, if you're only if you're under eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, I'm only if you yourself are a child. But no. otherwise, <laughs> like if you like ha like handing out the happy meals, maybe. But like in general, like if you are dealing with the future of that community, it should cover fifty racks. Um, <laughs> like I feel like twenty four dollars an hour isn't wild money anymore. You know what I no. mean? No. No, that's really not that crazy. Um, on top of the fact that, to his point, even on the low end, like you got a bachelor's degree to be a teacher, you got to pay mm -hmm. back student loans. Yeah, and then you still gotta nah, be that's not right <laughs> at all. Yeah, nah. And then I, what they're asking of teachers, you know, uh, can you teach our kids? But then also, um, can you sponsor uh some sort of activity after school? Can you? Great now. Can you, um, uh, I don't know, carry a gun on you in case someone breaks into the classroom? Can you no. stay until super late? Can you uh, do these things outside of school hours? Uh, um, 
oh, we're going to need you to chaperone at this, that, and the third. Uh, you know, all of these things just throughout the day. Um, can you cover for your free period? Can you cover this person who's gone and we don't have anything? You know, just so many things. And then on top of that, you still have just your basic teacher shit to do. Yeah. And it's not enough to pay for a- anything in your life. That's like not, not even just school, not even like student loans, but I mean like housing and food and all of that kind of stuff. Transportate like just the basics you're unable to to do. Unfair. It's ridiculous. Unfair. Pay them more. Like I said, the, mo- the money's not real. So just fucking up the numbers. Seriously, just don't <laughs> like, one up it, so, Yeah, just pay them, respect them, but pay. You'd be surprised. It just, it literally, the difference is like money. Yeah, since that seems to matter so much to everyone involved, come up off some of that shit. Give it to the teachers. Watch them able, being able to not have to worry about all the other shit. Commit to the jobs more, and then everything goes up from there you know how evil walmart is and this dude's like yay walmart. i know that's the thing is i'm oh. like bro, i don't know if this is a better move like i get that they're not paying you as a teacher and you can't afford to do the stuff but now you're like at walmart oh, oh god but that's how walmart gets you i'm like you're fine until you like you're paying they, just there's enough a to stay, of them in this article where it's like here's a picture of them as a teacher you know, kind of dressed just, just like, hey, I'm in front of a house. I'm a teacher next to a picture of him at Walmart. And uh, his foot is in like a giant boot, like he hurt his foot or something, but he's still at work. So I'm like, well, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Walmart, what what was that previous story we had? Walmart doesn't take sick notes or some shit like that. Doctor's notes. There you go. You got, yeah, the, you got so the medical like, benefits to get your leg fixed, but you still better clock in. Okay. Right. You know, so like Walmart will be good to you up to a certain point. You know, I mean, that's still management. How many people are in management? Not everybody working at Walmart is a manager. Word. So there are still plenty of people working at Walmart who are not paid well. And it's, and it'll end up being the only game in town. So this is good for him now, but I worry about, that he's there because that company is not great. And, you know, as inflation does what it does, if he's still going to be able to get what he can yeah, out of it. I'm rooting for you. Oof. Let it, do you have a roommate? Do you have a white? Like, how you? Well, he is in another place. I'm just thinking, like. Yeah, that's, that's not that working enough? in New York. Yeah. <laughs> is that, you know, like, I know someone who was making what he who was struggling to get to what this the guy, the teacher guy was yeah. making as a teacher. And he finally, uh, my friend finally got a job recently where he will be making it like a, a very similar leap. Okay. Right. And it's still, I mean, you know, it, he's not living alone in New York. You know what I mean? Straight up. <laughs> in my house, you might still be a dependent. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? I'm like, well, I mean, that's good, but, uh, yeah. Well, uh, here's an allowance, though. Uh, 
pack all your lunches, my G. Uh, yeah, still do that. <laughs> in other news, uh, New Jersey councilwoman caught on video slamming into an Uber Eats cyclist and driving away. That's right. A New Jersey councilwoman allegedly hit a cyclist with her SUV and knocked him off his bike, then sped away without stopping, according to reports and stunning footage. Uh, Jersey City Councilwoman Amy uh, DeGuys uh, was captured on camera slamming into Andrew Black at 8 a.m. on July 19th, causing him to fly over the vehicle's hood and fall to the ground. Uh, I look left. Suddenly, I just hear, bam, I get hit, said Black, a 29-year-old Uber Eats delivery man. I roll over, and I'm in such pain. Instead of stopping to help him, the lawmaker drove away from the intersection on Martin Luther King Drive and Forest Street in a Why Nissan Rogue. Martin Luther King Drive? <laughs> Why? He deserves better, okay? Mm. Uh, Black uh, didn't suffer any major injuries, but is angry that a community leader failed to do the right thing. Uh, someone of prestige who is demanding to uphold and clean our streets or whatever they're calling it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can't even do it themselves. <laughs> it really upsets me. No doubt, man. I feel you, Andy Black. <laughs> the surveillance camera footage appears to show Black pedaling through a red light at the time of the crash, according to the uh, New Jersey Globe. Uh, although the guys appeared to have the right of way, she was later given a summons for leaving the scene of an accident and failing to report it. Look, let me tell you something. I don't know. Maybe them lights are there for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Like, cyclists, I hear, look, I hear you and I feel you. Um, You know, people have to keep an eye out for you on the street. You're out there and all of that stuff. But also, like, you know, you know that people in cars aren't necessarily checking for you at all. So maybe think like, let me just stop for a hot second and see what's happening in these at this intersection before I just go on through. Because maybe there's someone crazy in this intersection. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know, like and that's kind of what a red light will let you do like hey just stop for a hot minute let's let this wild person drive through and then you go you know what i mean so just like stop (laughs) just stop just treat it like a street like treat a red light like a stop sign if you have to yeah just kind of stop look to see what's happening and then go gauge it you know what i mean but you just if you just rolled right on through thinking you're safe yeah she you know yeah she hit you and that's but also, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, that was a full human that rolled up on the hood of your SUV. So, you know, you hit him hard enough. Oh, yo, she bodied homie. Yeah. Like she bodied And he homie. rolled off of the hood of your car like it was Starsky and Hutch. Bitch, you know, you need to stop. Don't just keep moving. <laughs> someone saw that. <laughs> you know, you need to stop. The and, noise alone. Someone saw that. And the thing is, like, uh, first is 8 a.m. It's daylight. Like people it's definitely daylight. There were yeah. other cars at the intersection. Like you yep. had the green light for a reason. It was enough. There's a whole other. <laughs> there are like, other cars at the red light. Yeah. Yes. And it's a two way street. So people are looking at it from both directions in the intersection. Okay. Second, Come on, ma'am. if you watch the video, uh, <laughs> the, the, when she hits the bicyclist, 
Mm-hmm. It's on the right side after he drove past the front. So, like, you fully saw him. Like, it yeah. wasn't like you clipped him and, like, oh, was that a person? No, no, no. Right. He, it wasn't in your blind spot. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He went fully past your whole windshield, and you caught the backside of his bike, and then he flipped on you. <laughs> okay, I just watched that. Like, I just you watched fully saw Homeboy. You saw him before he got hit, his whole body. Oh, my goodness. Wait, I'm going to watch this one more time. It, it's incredible. He yes, fully, ma'am. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo. Like, he fully drove by the front of the of the car. And yeah. then he got hit by, like, he got clipped from behind after fully passing the front of the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They 100% Uh-oh. know they hit that dude. They, yeah, they, you knew. You could have stopped. Yeah. You should have stopped. You should have stopped. But also, sir. My man, you were just rolling through like you invincible. Yeah, now nah, you wild. Yeah, you, you deserve some of this blame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You deserve you deserve a little something, something. You but gotta own it, my man. And like the you, other you, thing, like I don't, I don't know, like is is a councilwoman like big enough to have a driver? I don't think so. So this a council was her. person? No. Yeah, no, no, that's her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She, she yeah. got to own that. Yeah, she does. Yeah, everybody's got to own their part in it. Yeah. Like, it's definitely very fucked up that she nailed this guy on the bike. But also, he rolled through an intersection like it was just part of the, still part of the street. (laughs) Like, he didn't, it didn't show him, like, slowing down to kind of cautiously look both ways. He just kept moving. Yeah, nah, he deserves And he's in the middle of the street, too, which means he's not even on the side of the cars that are stopped at the red light. He's supposed to be to their right, to their far right. Yeah, yes. This is on him. Yeah. He's in the middle. He's like where the yellow line is, just rolling. So <laughs> the thing is, like, you know. by the same token, she didn't slow down after hitting him. No, she sure didn't. She, she didn't kept even it moving. <laughs> like, I don't even know if that bitch blinked. She just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> like, real talk, I almost think this was her goal. Like, yeah, I'm gonna hit somebody today. And like, yo, she didn't like. Yo, Y'all keep messing around in this intersection. You're going to (laughs) learn. I've been seeing Andy trying to almost hit me now for four weeks. (laughs) Yeah. He going to learn. What if there's history? What if there's some sort of weird history? (laughs) Oh, man. Where he's like, I'm going to set this woman up. She never slows down. I stop here every day and she never slows down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get her this time. And she's like, yo, this dude on the bike, he's reckless. I'm going to hit him this time. <laughs> Yo, matter of fact, more I look at it, I feel like Andy leaned in. I think he did. No, real talk. He's like, <laughs> he really, coming. There are no, there are no skid marks. <laughs> My man didn't hit his brakes at all. And he was a pro. I mean, he was quickly approaching an intersection. There were no, he didn't even look like he was trying to slow down. Then again, neither did she. Yo, this was a duel. I feel like they were playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We misreading this whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't pick sides. I think this was, they were working something out. Real talk, B. They know each other. <laughs> <laughs> the whole article, he's like, well, you tell Amy. <laughs> she know where to find me. Nobody's yeah. saying their last names. Nobody's saying the victim. Nope. <laughs> They're just like, you know, she out here trying to clean the roads or whatever. That felt personal. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, good luck in court, Andy. 
Uh, I know. <laughs> in other news, uh, nine-year-old grandma's dying wish was to have a giant penis on her grave. That's right. Uh, uh, what? Wait, hold on. Stop. <laughs> Just stop, because that is not how I thought that was going to continue. I didn't really look at the news stories this time. I didn't really, like, I added one and still didn't look at what was coming before. I was just like, this, we'll talk about this thing. But, um, all right, so this headline literally says, 99-year-old grandma's dying wish was to have a giant, it actually says dick. <laughs> on her grave. I try to clean is, it up. <laughs> yeah, but Yahoo News is wilding. Yeah, this is on Yahoo News. <laughs> I guess Yahoo don't think anybody's looking at it anymore. So it's like, fuck it. <laughs> Ain't no one checking for us. I need y'all to calm down. Don't I worry about it. I still use you, Yahoo. Calm down. <laughs> Yeah, they ain't even put, like, not safe for work, nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> All they did was put an asterisk for an eye, for the eye. And then that fully stuck penis. <laughs> That's all her st- And in the piece, too, it still says dick. Yeah, That's the real story here. It's not about this woman wanting some dick on her, on her grave. It's about Yahoo just giving the fuck up. <laughs> all right, I'm going to read the... Yahoo uncut version of this. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo after dark. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on night. I'm gonna put it in dark mode while I'm reading this. <laughs> oh my god! A Mexican grandma wished for a big dick erection on top of her grave, and she got it. Damn it! Uh, as reported uh, by Vice, the 99 year old uh, Katerina Orduña Perez's. Uh, I don't know, multiple Perez? Oh, okay. Uh, better known for her community as Doña Cata. Uh, her last wish was for a huge monument of a penis to sit on top of her tomb. Uh, the completed statue resembling a five and a half foot tall penis and balls weighing nearly <laughs> 600 pounds. This is the article. Again, this is not this me. Is the ar- this is word for word, everybody. <laughs> He's not adding anything. I have not changed a single thing here. Uh, the <laughs> The... Uh, the five and a half foot tall penis and balls weighing nearly 600 pounds was placed on top of her grave this past weekend. Uh, Alvaro uh, Motalimon, Doña Katz, uh, Cata's uh, grandson, uh, told the publication she was always very avant-garde, very forward thinking about things. She always said in the Mexican sense that we were vergas. Uh, for context, the Spanish word uh, vergas can be somewhat translated to cocks. Uh, in English, uh, why are they just looking for different words, ways of saying penis? <laughs> and uh, but it has uh, many other uh, colloquial uh, meanings depending on uh, different contexts and expression. Um, uh, Is- Isidro uh, Lavoignet, the engineer who created the statue, uh, at first uh, I thought it was a joke because it's not very common uh, to see these kinds of sculptures and monuments, even less so in the memory of someone who's deceased. After uh, Doña Cata's family insisted on the matter, uh, La Boinette uh, started working on the monument with a team of 12 people that sculpt uh, that included sculptors, carpenters, carvers, and sanders. Overall, the project took about a month to be completed. Uh, while there are conservative locals who are displeased by the display of a giant penis on top of a grave, Doña Cata's family is ready to fight back against these taboo taboos to honor their uh, loved ones. Hey, man, that's what she wanted. 
<laughs> I'm trying to look. Oh wait, is there an unveiling? Okay, let me watch this video of them. Yeah, like I think you gotta you gotta let old lady rock you. Like I I, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah I'm trying to think. Like if you bury somebody, it's usually on a, in a cemetery that's private property, right? That's not public, mm-hmm. um, right? If they okayed it, if they okayed it, you gotta let it rock. Um, yeah. On top of that, like most cemeteries, I feel like. Uh, oh Lord! Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's a full on dick. Yo, that's it's, a, <laughs> it's <laughs> like you, it, Yo. you are head to head for real. Uh, <laughs> this is wow. It, it, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like an art, like a slightly no. artful interpretation of just like, yeah, we know a phallus, nah. a phallus when we see one, but that is pure D. Yeah, no, she knew what she wanted. She got that. Okay. The only thing missing is the vein. And I'm not really, and, and it might be there. Maybe that's something you notice in person. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> wow. This is, this is wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, huh. I'm on board with the, with the old lady. She wanted to do it. Her family likes the idea. They're, they're on point. They're on board with it. Um, The yeah, cemetery's this- on board with it. It's like, it doesn't sound like this is something that she thought of in her last two years of life. This sounds like her attitude towards life. Yeah. She was always been very just like out, out the box. It looks like she's always been out of the box. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go on and put a dick and balls. Mm -hmm. Absolutely correct. And balls. Most definitely. on top of your monument if you got it like that. Uh, if not, you know, try to get like an etching in your urn. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> most importantly, make these decisions before you die so that the loved ones who are left can go ahead and and do that for you. <laughs> they have direction. Don't do what you can. I, I'm just in that mindset right now. Really kind of plan these things out. <laughs> You know what my favorite part about this is at the unveiling, they they mm-hmm. have the video of it and they had the they tried to cover the penis, but yeah, like I know. They, <laughs> they let the balls out, <laughs> the balls are fully out. Like <laughs> we all know what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was just like, okay, I mean, this still could be artsy because the whole sh- the, they covered it with like red cloth, they you know the shaft and everything, but the balls are still like out. Yo. And then they that's when they took that cover off and I was like, oh yeah, nope, there's the head. There's nah. that's all of it. It's a it's a dick. She got <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The only thing left to the imagination is her. Okay. She's not mm-hmm. here anymore in memory of her. But the <laughs> penis is very much real. <laughs> the only thing left to the imagination is her. Okay. Maybe let's not have Gastor write your eulogy. Yeah, nah, it's not my strong point. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not a place where he's going to help you as a ghostwriter. And uh, I'm not going to shine it, but uh, people mm-hmm. will laugh. Uh, <laughs> 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 In other news, uh, Elon Musk uh, challenges Twitter CEO to a public debate about bots. That's right, baby. Uh, maybe Elon Musk doesn't want to court battle with Twitter after having his lawyers spin up a 165 page argument 
about why he no longer wants to go through with his $44 billion deal to buy the platform, Musk suggested uh, hashing things out in public, perhaps before a jury of the Tesla fans, Dogecoin holders, and potential Mars colonizers among his Twitter followers to get to the bottom of Twitter's so-called bot issue. I hereby challenge, but I got to a public debate about Twitter's bot percentage. Musk proclaims to all 102 million members of his forum, uh, let him prove to the public that Twitter has under 5% fake or spam daily users. Uh, Musk, I, was that? I just wanted to just throw, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I mean, I want to <laughs> ignore the dude. I absolutely want to ignore the dude, but I came across a story and I was like, you got to be out of your fucking mind. And then I just added it. I was like, this is something Gastor needs to know about. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing these because like, um, without you doing this, he would be a hero to me. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I need, mean, that's basically why I keep, cause you, I feel like you're still like, I don't know. Elon Musk is I, right, and he's not, he's not, I, I, I've, I've come around on that. I, I agree. Okay. But, uh, it's like, it's like 60, 40 for me right now. Whereas before <laughs> was like no, fully he, on his side. And, he just said something like something just came out today where it was like that. What was that? That hyperloop thing that he proposed making? Okay. You know what I mean? The some sort of travel thing, like traffic thing or hyperloop. He did it because he just doesn't like California public transportation because, you know, you're you ride it with the pores. (laughs) But he had no intent, but he had no intent on actually making that thing that he proposed. He was just talking out of his ass. Come on, man. This dude is insane. Okay. 6535 now. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> We're going to chip away at Gastor, everybody. We're going to get him. <laughs> Musk uh, promptly pinned a tweet to his profile and then polled his followers uh, on whether they believe Twitter's argument that less than 5% of its monthly daily active users are fake or spam. Uh, the two options are yes, with three robot emojis. Uh, so cleverly implying that any user who picks that option are also a bot or laughing my ass off. No. Uh, <laughs> so far, 67.2% of the users picked uh, laughing my ass off. No. Uh, the poll concludes on Sunday and its and its results will almost inevitably be skewed in Musk's favor. Uh, it seems unlikely that this latest stunt draws a direct response from Argawal or Twitter chairman Brett Taylor since the actual dispute in front of a real judge and jury is scheduled for a hearing in court in just a couple of months. Yeah, I. it's such a... It also kind of feels like a little um, desperate. I mean, you know, I'm we're talking about it, uh, but, you know, that's because of... Uh, I'm trying to educate you. That's why I bring it up. <laughs> but it just, in a way of just him, like, I'm trying to back out of this deal. And so everybody, when that came out, everyone was like, this motherfucker. And then just kept moving. <laughs> and so it's like, I feel like it's the internet just moving away from him and him in the background, getting smaller and smaller going, wait, I'll debate him. Wait, we can, we can do something on Periscope or some shit, you know? And it's like, bruh, nobody so, cares anymore. You messed up B. This, yeah. this reminds me of like, you know when like the locks was like, yo, let the locks go from Puff Daddy? Yes. Like this reminds me of every other rap group that tried to do that after. Like, I right, it worked once. 
barely, okay? Right. You don't need to make free you whatever you are uh, shirts. Nobody's wearing them shits, okay? Nobody's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you don't have that. You don't have that uh, kind of pull right now with the people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody knows who you're trying to free yourself from. That's it. <laughs> Nobody knew you had an album coming out. Nothing. Okay? Right. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you got nobody on your side, Elon. You are worth billions of dollars. There's no pity. Okay. Deal Mm-mm. with the 5% spam bots. I like them. They're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Finally, uh, Texas Church's rendition of Hamilton ends with a sermon comparing being gay to drug addiction. Oh, good God. Jesus. Uh, Texas Church has come under fire for a Christian themed and allegedly unauthorized rendition. <laughs> allegedly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you could. <laughs> come on, NBC. You couldn't make that leap, yo? <laughs> NBC News, you couldn't make that leap for real? Allegedly unauthorized? Okay. Uh, Sounds like it was. <laughs> Sounds like they didn't have permission. <laughs> we need two sources, okay? We <laughs> Allegedly unauthorized rendition of the acclaimed Broadway musical Hamilton that appeared to conclude with a sermon by a church pastor comparing being gay to being addicted to alcohol or drugs. Uh, the two-hour performance, which was produced and live-streamed Friday, by the Door Christian Fellowship Ministries and uh, uh, McAllen and RGV Productions included several biblical references not originally included in the Tony Award-winning musical, according to the description of the live stream by Howard Sherman, a director of the Arts Integrity Initiative. That's too many damn things. Uh, the video mm-hmm. of the live stream has been taken down. Uh, the show <laughs> the show <laughs> ended with a sermon by an associate pastor, Victor Lopez, damn my peoples, uh, that compared <laughs> homosexuality to uh, drug addiction. According to the full video of the performance, uh, NBC News obtained a recording of the performance from the writer and atheism advocate Hermit uh, Meta. Uh, Meta would not identify whom he obtained the video from. Uh, maybe you struggle with alcohol, with drugs, homosexuality. Maybe you struggle with other things in life, your finances, whatever, relationships, Lopez said. God can help you tonight. Uh, Sherman said the production, which was first recorded on uh, by Onstage Blog, also changed one of the main character's lines by adding the sentence, Jesus gives me the strength to pull through. When I needed him most, he was right on time. Uh, that doesn't even rhyme. Yeah, B. You don't got balls, B. Yeah, that doesn't even... <laughs> Look, I haven't seen Hamilton, but I know all the people being obnoxious about it were talking about rap music like they just discovered it because of the soundtrack, but this isn't even good. At all. This bootleg line. <laughs> Another line from a video posted by Meta shows the actor portraying Alexander Hamilton changing more lyrics. What is a legacy? It is knowing that you repented and accepted the gospel of Jesus Christ that sets men free. I tried to make that uh, work, by the way. Uh, you sent your... I know. <laughs> I know. I heard it. I was I fine. It. I was like, there's a bar here somewhere. It's going to end. I know. I was reaching for it with all my might. But uh, <laughs> you sent your sinless son of man on Calvary to die for me. Okay. Okay. What is a legacy? It's knowing that you repented and accepted the gospel of Jesus Christ that sets men free. Jesus, that is a lot. You sent your sinless... 
your sinless son of man on Calvary to die for me. I guess that's how. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what, how Lin-Manuel Noriega would say it, which is what I call him. (laughs) Whoops. I keep forgetting. (laughs) He's in the Philippines. He's got a I know. from Jesus to super thugs <laughs> in three moves. I don't even know. Your, your, uh, your favorite podcast could never. Look at what we just did. Yo, like, real talk, for like the 1% of our fans that got that whole transition, man, <laughs> I know y'all love all of that. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of y'all Googling later. I'm sorry, but I know, I, I know. You're going to be like, some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna be laughing about that all week. Oh, <laughs> if you would like <laughs> more nuanced <laughs> niche <laughs> segues that one percent of our audience gets, <laughs> all you gotta do is like subscribe to the show, baby. <laughs> if you are Apple or Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars, what, what? You ain't get that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Five stars, you've been dancing to Neptune songs for years and you fully know (laughs) where we are. For too long. Yes, (laughs) for half your life. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any articles uh, you'd like us to cover? Please share them directly on Twitter or Instagram at SilkyJumbo or at Gastaramonte. Uh, shouts out this week to Aaron Anderson, FC, BLJ, uh, and uh, Brandy Spain for sharing articles. Much appreciate y'all, sincerely. Uh, with all that said, I am Emmanuel Noriega's <laughs> <laughs> pilot of the helicopter, Gaston Armante. <laughs> Shalewa is the co-kingpin of this air flight, okay? She out here I'm running streets. I'm the one who made the call to Pharrell. That's all I am. <laughs> I'm the one who made the call. It's a <laughs> <laughs> This has been one of the more musical episodes without having music in it. <laughs> <laughs> episodes of the War Report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>